This is the Empress Evolution. Welcome to Earth School, fellow philosopher. Spoiler alert, you're a multidimensional being with powers you may have thought only existed in stories. Faith or folly, round here, we do it all. Many lives, many levels, many masters. Whether it's learning how to cook a healthy meal, navigating the spiritual life, processing our feels, or saving the planet, we're here for all of it. This is The Jessamine Shows, presented by Empress Evolution. All right. Welcome, Dr. Charnel. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes, ma'am. Dr. Charnel Wolverton Sihan. I am so excited to talk to you. Amelia was the one that introduced me to you, and I was like kind of connecting all of the dots and realized you are just a powerhouse. So this is really special for me to have you here. I mean, and look at you surrounded by seems like your life's work really behind you. So this is you're quite the uh Quite the force to be reckoned with. I'm really happy to have you here. So let's just kind of dive in a little bit. You are a doctor. How did you become a doctor? <laughs> well, I never thought I was going to go down this path for sure. I didn't, when I was growing up, I wasn't like, I, I want to be a doctor when I grow up. I, I knew, I thought I would be working with spiritual work and really had um, a big um, drawing to God source. Uh, I do like science, um, but not necessarily thought I would do this. I, and animals is another thing I was really drawn to. Um, I, um, I thought that I would be in some type of ministry or service or helping or something like that and really felt drawn to it. And then when I moved to Louisiana, um, I came I actually came from a military background, so I didn't really live anywhere, and I didn't grow up in any kind of church-type thing, but when I moved to Louisiana, pretty much everybody is in church, and so it was kind of like I went that route, and so then the filter came through of like, okay, service through like church or ministry or some kind of platform like that, and um, but, and I, and I ended up doing that through, through a long um, season of other things. Um, I went to Bible school and um, graduate school for biblical purposes and really thought that I would be in divinity or something along that lines. Uh, I knew I was going to get a doctorate, but I just thought it was going to be more along the spiritual aspects. And um, the religion that I was involved with at the time wouldn't allow women in ministry. So they told me, you know, get, get some sort of um, graduate work or undergraduate work in something else and then just like marry a pastor or you know do work overseas like so missions is totally fine with the body parts I have but here in the states it wasn't recognized <laughs> so I was like that's not cool but anyway um, so it's a kind of a, a weird story but I ended up getting into ministry I started itinerant ministry in 2000 even though I had worked with like youth and helped, you know, just to be an encouragement of hope and um, light and love and truth and, you know, all of those things I'm passionate about. Um, and I started um, doing itinerant work in ministry, 
where I traveled and was just on platforms for like conferences and speaking engagements and um, retreats and workshops and things like that. And in the process of doing that, I actually found myself um, sick. I, I had a lot of different symptoms and was just not doing well. And I went the Western way because that's kind of how I grew up and most people had pointed in that direction. And I, I was on um, over 30 different medications that had a lot of side effects that really weren't making me feel any better. It was just like one thing led to another, to another. And then I was with a suitcase of medicine traveling and uh, I definitely mental gymnastics charts of like, don't take these two together and take these at night and take this in the morning. Then this has to be with food. And, you know, this is every other day and this is what, you know, and then not to mention the crazy, you know, getting the refills and sitting in, you know, sick, rooms you know just to get a refill and you know going home with hitchhiking something else you know and just just the whole craziness of all that and uh so i kind of had given up because i wasn't feeling any better and um i was actually teaching a course on dreams and visions and um and, and how god speaks to you and there was a lady there who had recommended a doctor he was an MD, but also worked a lot in energy and kind of, um, kind of a newer frequency type um, machinery and that kind of stuff, which I had studied quantum physics. I was a big geek and neuroscience and frequency. And so that was appealing to me, although I was still kind of like, oh, this isn't going to work. You know, I was just, you know, so, but I did go and I got some freedom. I got, I found myself, I was restored. And, uh, and they use all kinds of technology and it kind of started my path towards a more natural way to work through things and to support the immunity and support the body and whether it's through um, supplements and food and you know diet and detoxing and energy and you know exercise and drinking good water and detoxing the, the house and essential oils and crystals and it's kind of just, it wasn't all at once, but it led me to this bigger uh, opportunity, I guess, um, through my own healing. And um, when I would go back to these ministry places that I had gone to over and over and over over the years, it's like um, some of them would be like every September, the first week and, you know, kind of like a set thing. I had dropped um, 80 pounds in about 16 weeks of during this restoration period, because when we're sick and we're holding on to trauma and different things, you also hold on to weight and everything else. And when we have, um, you know, when we start to move those things out, then you have this automatic response. And so I was going to these places that I've been for decades teaching with speakers that I stood next to for decades speaking and they did not even recognize me. Like I, I walked in to a place in Holland and had been there many times as a student, you know, got in there with my suitcases and was saying, hey, I'm here, you know, and the people behind the registration table were like, okay, well go ahead and register. And I was like, no, 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 it's me. I'm sure now like, hello. So that happened and there's another similar one in California. And um, when they saw that they were like, what did you do? You know, not just like my physical, but you know, my countenance and my energy and everything had shifted so much. And so they were kind of like, when you come back, can you teach on whatever you did? 
Mm. And so I went from this, you know, one, and I was like, I don't know about teaching on it. I mean, I could tell you what I did, but I, I don't really have the, you know. And so it was after several people had said that to me, I remember being on the plane and feeling like, well, maybe I should go back to school and learn something along this lines because I was still feeling like that whole doctor thing. And I'm like, maybe this is the route. And, but I didn't want to do the medical Western. I wanted to do naturopathic. I wanted something very supportive of what my beliefs were. And I remember sitting on an airplane and I, I remember I said to myself, God, are you, are you really saying you want me to be an ND? And I just thought that in my head and I looked out the window and we were on the um, tarmac and they had these like, you know, cones and they had those like plastic uh, yellow things that have like numbers and letters. And I literally looked to my left and it said ND and, a, and, a, and an arrow pointing that away. And I was like, holy cap. So, I mean, here I am, I got like a newborn and two other kids. I was single and it just didn't seem like the time to go back to school and start all over. But uh, it was the best decision I ever made. And when I, when I finished, um, I actually had someone from a, um, a medical conference, a naturopathic medical conference contact me because they had heard me speak at a church or something. And they were like, we would love for you to join us at this um, conference. And it scared the crap out of me because I was like, you know, I, I'm used to this other setting with these other audience type people. And, you know, I didn't want to get too spiritual and I was worried that I wouldn't be a good fit. But I got up there and I was just authentic and honest and spoke even about, you know, my my God faith and spiritual things and how it's all working together because it is, it's very integrated. You guys know that or you wouldn't be doing what you're doing. And people were like, what? And the energy there was amazing. And it kind of turned into this whole thing where I suddenly had all these invitations to go to all this other stuff. So I, I feel like I went from like, a church building to a whole world opportunity um just in that one choice and and i love the church i love church i also believe this is the church and we are the temple and we house something very precious and sacred and we have to take care we don't have to we get to take care of this body and we get to turn on the technology that's already here to um remote view and to heal our own bodies and to heal others and you know getting in other people's biofields and laying hands and using reiki or energy to heal people and um to to transport and to biolocate and i mean all the telepathy you know this is our technology god has given us this and it's time for us to wake up to that and to step into that and to remember that i like the word remember better and that's kind of where I am. And that's my mission, you know? That's amazing. It's so cool. So you, I mean, you became, you, you knew you wanted to do the naturopathic thing, like what in your like late twenties, early thirties? Oh, no, I was late thirties Okay. going back to school with three babies and wow. freshly divorced. <laughs> so it was like, seems like the time wasn't, you know, but also it was, it wasn't ever. So I would sit here and have like a practice and be able to like see patients every day. I, I didn't ever have that in my mind. I had it in my mind that I just wanted the information. So as I traveled everywhere and people would come with 200 questions, 
then I would be able to say, this is what you do, you know, what, and, and it did turn into me getting the practice for a short time. And as soon as I had it, it flooded. And so now my practice has been online doing online things. I do remote, um, biofeedback so I can scan you from anywhere, but, um, and isn't it interesting with what's going on in this last year, even the quote, Western types, they're all moving into this techy, you know, doing consultations over the phone. So yeah. I've been doing that for a long time and um, it, it's, it's proven very, very helpful support to my clients. And uh, I work in 40 different countries and I have over 15,000 clients and uh and that grows and grows and grows and so it's just it's cool what god is doing and what he's um using social media and the internet to really just shrink the world you know it's so cool and you've been doing a lot of interviews with people who are speaking up about you know what is known as red pill information how did you come across all of that well uh as i said i worked um, I grew up military. Uh, I was part of some of the project, uh, some of the projects having to do with Montauk. So I kind of was aware, at least on a subconscious level of some things. I had an encounter at four years old that kind of shifted some things for me too. Um, and so, you know, I've always had this truth has been, um, and still is, you know, I'm going to get emotional. <sighs> I wasn't planning on crying. Um, truth is a standard that I hold very sacred and dear and holy and love, love and truth are, it's important to me above all things. So, um, I don't enjoy deception or when anyone, whether it's government or I don't care who you are, don't lie. It's time for us to stay in our truth and stay in our love and there is a, there's a authenticity to it you can pick it up you can hear it you can feel it um we recognize truth and i think that we're in a season especially in this last year of uh, because of what was um presented to us people made some choices and that caused maybe a, a chance for people to sit a minute and to look at where they are and who they are and what was happening and what is happening. And it's caused a lot of questions, questions that are important to ask right now. And uh, it's, getting, it's getting crazier by the day. And um, my hope is that whatever's going on even now as we speak would provide another opportunity for a new round of wake, waking up. Um, you know, I kind of, tease and say you know the sea uh, was a wake up for and a red pill and I think that the new administration will be a bigger wake up um, well and I say new administration I don't actually believe that this person is a real um, administration and with all due respect mm -hmm. but um, there he's being used mm -hmm. to uh, allow this and, I, and I'm not like a conspiracy theorist. I'm not a Q person. I'm a truth person. I'm a life and love person. Uh, and I, be, I believe that we're on the awakening part of a opportunity and a tipping point for life or death right now in this situation. And I'm really um, putting a lot of energy and hope in the collective 
to take the courage to look behind the curtain and maybe some things are a little bit different than what they thought and it is scary but I do um I have hope in humanity <laughs> I do too I think it's gonna I really feel I don't know there was a while recently when I was feeling almost consumed by all of this information like it was just like kind of having a negative effect on me and then honestly it was the interview that you did with bob stevens that just snapped me right out of it it was like what are you doing everything's gonna be fine be in check with the vibration of where you're at and and the thoughts that you're projecting out into this world you know and it can be very easy for people to just get very wrapped up in like needing to be right, needing to tell everybody the truth. And, um, you know, this is going to happen on this day and this is going to happen on that day. It's like, whoa, pause off, you know, like go ahead and let God be in the driver's seat. So it seems like you're very much in alignment with that. And it's just, it's, I'm honestly, I'm in awe of you. And I'm like, what else do you do? <laughs> well, and, and I appreciate, I appreciate what you're saying. And I, we are creators we are commissioners and we are we are incarnated here to occupy and that takes a choice and we're not going to meditate this away um i do believe in conscious creating we're going to create one way or another so we're either going to create with consciousness or we're going to default and create by what they're leading us to anchor into with that narrative and um there's a movie that just came out if you watched my interview with him i talked about 1984 with wonder woman mm -hmm. and everyone kept talking about how we're in this like 1984 orwell situation and i hadn't read the book i'm embarrassed to say and you know so i was literally sitting on my couch and i'm looking to go order this book so i can catch up with the world and see what the book's about but also at the same time i got a text about this Wikipedia, uh, uh, WikiLeaks thing that supposedly just happened. And it's like, okay, guys, that was like years ago, but thanks for that. Thanks for catching up. But, <laughs> all, but all of them were like 1984, 1984, pages and pages were dated from 1984. And I was like, okay, 84, 84. And right when I was doing that, I look up and the television had on a commercial and it said WW 1984. It was for Wonder Woman. I had just seen that Wonder Woman TV show or movie, and I loved the first one. The second one wasn't my highest, and I was like, this is so boring. But um, hindsight's 2020. And when I'm looking at what's happening now, I'm going back and referring to that because the, the theme of the movie, have you guys seen it? No, I want to. I have. Ooh, yes. it's, so, it's so good about manifesting an intention in, me, in the power of making a wish and hope and love. And um, when I saw it, uh, I was just like, this is exactly what I'm going through and what the world is going through. And it, it talks so much about the conscious creation that we're a part of, so yeah. Yeah, and, he, and they're fighting over a crystal. They're fighting over this crystal, um, dark versus light, they're wanting, to get this crystal and this crystal apparently the gods wanted it or had it and um you know evil gets a hold of this crystal now this crystal is what gives people the opportunity to make a one wish everyone gets one wish so when it got into the hands of the quote bad guy um he used his one wish to be that he would become the wish he would become the crystal 
And so that was his one wish. After you get one wish, you don't get anymore. But if he became the crystal, then he could walk around and say, hey, don't you wish that I was the richest person in the world? Or don't you wish? So he could usurp anyone that he talked to's wish for himself, which is totally wrong. But um, then it goes as far as trying to find some sort of satellite system where he can go and be in a place where everyone on the world can see him at one time and he could say whatever he wants and they would, the world would usurp their wishes with him in that one moment. And um, he even like got the president involved who he actually you know, said, don't you wish I had the same authority you did? And the president gave him that authority. He was like, sure, yeah. And like, no, and this is the thing, we're giving up our wishes by default by connecting to, to the narrative that's being shown through the programming of, of the MKUltra. And I mean, they, they did it in Montauk. They've done it through these towers. Or, you know, there's lots of programs they've done this with. And MKUltra, um, biggest mass mockingbird project is using the media and sports and music and whatever to get everyone to lock in to whatever they pump through there because this is the crystal mm -hmm. you know the pineal gland is what projects and when we project out whatever we're thinking about what we're talking about what we're feeling we project it out it goes into the biofield the biofield is bio it means two and it radiates out but it also magnetizes back in i'm not telling you guys anything new but just for your people maybe who never knew that but your biofield is about six to eight um, feet and it goes out and basically it contains code uh, by what we're thinking about, what we're talking about, what I mean, what we're thinking, talking about and feeling. This is the biggest uh, magnetizer. These are more uh, radiators, but this is the biggest magnetizer. Um, 6,000 times more than this, by the way. And so what we're thinking about, what we're talking about, what we're feeling, whatever that alignment is, as well as our DNA has a signature code or our organs have code. And so when we, what we're pumping out and radiating out, we're also collecting. So if we go out one, two, three, four, we collect one, two, three, four. If we go out a negative, we get negative. And so if they're pumping a narrative that this is the truth and it's false, but you're on default and you don't even know that you're, creating you can lock into that even accidentally through the commercials that go through through whatever you know because all of everything that's through media is beta especially the news anything tv movies it's all beta well beta waves are where the, it's most easier to brainwash um, beta is what chaos beta is fight or flight so if you get them beta waves and they pump it through beta then you could be watching tv you know kind of half asleep next thing you know you have the code and the programming subconsciously, unconsciously, and then all of a sudden you you know you may be changing your belief systems. You know, repetition can change belief systems. Well, here we go. We got news channel after news channel, and they're all like literally given a script and bought and sold by three people who basically are like, you know, here this is what we want the narrative to be. So the whole world anchors into that visually with our ears, with our hearts, emotionally, in a state of chaos, so we can be conformed to that. And if you're not careful and you can't recognize truth versus lies, then you could submit yourself to that and then you'll use your creative power to set the world up and they don't have to do anything by force. 
because we're all doing it cancel clear so i believe we're in a 1984 situation currently i believe that there is an opportunity for a reset or awakening um i don't know what's going to happen um because it's the willpower of the collective that will get us one way or another and again i'm your will is 400,000 times stronger than your spirit. We can override any function of God. Uh, we can override any creation of God. We can override any love. You know, we can, that's what sin is. It's less than love. It's missing the mark. It's missing. Like if this is the frequency of love, this is not <laughs> missed it. So, uh, you know, it requires repentance, which, uh, I, I don't really like that word because it comes across very religious, but the word actually just means to pent again and pent. This is the penthouse right here. This is the, the master place of transformation, of, of moving out of this and transforming the mind. Transformation is taking information and transforming it into a place that is a real belief, a true belief. Uh, to be alive in that word believe, believe, what do you believe in? To be alive in it. And so what we are programmed, we can have a God program. We can be God in action and we can do loving things and we can create loving things. And, and I'm all about things like what you guys are doing to put out positivity so people will lock into your show and have a different narrative, the truth, the positive. And that's why we have our TV show, True TV, is to pump out the truth and you know post the truth and to get people to align with what's real that i mean and what's real i mean i guess i shouldn't say that because whatever anyone believes is what's real to them mm -hmm. um, but the truth doesn't change the truth is enough yeah the truth cannot the truth is still going to be the truth no matter what any fragrance or frequency comes up um I'm talking too much. I'm getting excited. So sorry about that. Well, it's great. It's wonderful. You know, I, there's a an energy I think that I would love for you to um, speak on a little bit, which is a lot of people come across this information and there's they, it's met with a lot of resistance is the word um, where they either are resisting it and believing it themselves or they're resisting what it is that they're seeing to be true and they want to fight against it. So what kind of advice, because I know you have a background in conscious creation, conscious body language, conscious decrees. Um, so what can you say to those who are going through an experience like that? How can we not resist things? Because the phrase, what you resist persists, we don't want to fight against it. How can we help people move into a place where there's nothing to resist and be in a state of ease? Okay. So, and that's a great question. And that is a question I've asked myself many times. And, um, what, like what you said, what we resist, we get more of is the way I say it. And what, you know, what you fight, you get more of. Um, so decrees that I love or God is the only power and presence acting here. Uh, only God touches me. Only God hears me. Only God sees me. And creating that narrative for my not only for myself and my mindset and my heart, but create the code of that into the field. So I only magnetize that to me. And I'm not saying that you won't ever get anything less than love. Um, but I'll give you this story because I've worked a little bit with scalar wave, well, a lot with scalar waves. And um, there was 
some two people that I absolutely love and they kept sending me this video of a person who's supposed to be like a spiritual guru, a light worker, you know, blah, blah, blah. And every time they sent it to me, I mean, no judgment at all, but every time they sent it to me, I was just like, it's, that's good. I'm good. And, um, they just kept sending it to me in a, a different way. So I was like, Oh, just, you didn't see the whole thing, you know, look at the end, you know, it's like, uh, I just, I don't know what it was in me. I was just, and I, I told them, I'm like, you know, some people like ketchup, some people like mayonnaise, like it just doesn't vibe, you know? And so it wasn't like I was mad or anything, but I just told them, please don't send me any more of this person because I'm not going to watch it and you're wasting your time. And she's probably an awesome person and also no. And uh, so later I ended up getting my scalar waves tested of where I am just, and also using um, Dr. Stephen Hawkins um, and his scale which Robert Stephen talks about a lot too. He, um, Powerful Force, I think is the name of the book. But um, I was sitting and I was sleeping and I was literally in my bed. And at four o'clock in the morning, a pop up and my mouth says, she just doesn't resonate with me. And I see me saying that to these two women. And I actually did say that to them at the end, um, but I didn't realize what I was saying. So here it was like three months later and I, I wake myself up out of a dream saying, she just doesn't resonate with me. Uh, I sit there and I was like, oh my gosh. And um, I wondered, I wonder if this lady has any scores on her. And I, I went to go check to see if anyone had ever done her scores with these people that I work with. And lo and behold, she, she had been checked and, and I don't know why. I mean, I didn't have her checked, but she was nowhere near my scores. And I'm not trying to say, that I'm better or worse. We just did, we weren't literally at this, at any kind of frequency that was the same. Mm -hmm. And that comes with um, programming and it comes with, you know, environment and it comes with what you invest in. And there are some things, like I was just watching this one guy in Germany uh, and he was talking about the, the plan of the brainwashing thing is, it's like some people, no matter what, like all the way to the brink of death are just going to believe what they believe. And it, it, no matter, there's no matter talking to anyone. So I don't try to convince anyone. I really believe it's witchcraft to try to convince someone because um, that's manipulation, which by definition is witchcraft. Mm -hmm. I just work on me. I say what I'm going to say. If people like it, great. If it doesn't resonate, whatever. I'm also not that person that will go on Facebook and try to find everyone that I know won't agree with me and then comment and like try to prove my point and be right. Like why waste your time? And if yeah. someone does that to me, I just delete them because I'm like, I'm not here to fight or debate. You know, you can scroll on, like it's totally fine. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't, I'm not like in this conflict where it's like, I have to be right. And everyone I've, I'm very, I've been very wrong and I'm fine being wrong. And when people present things to me, um, like flat earth has come up and I'm like, you know what? I'm willing to be wrong. I think it's a round earth, but if I'm, I'm okay listening to what you got to say. I've had a couple of people on my show that presented that and I'm still round earth. And if I'm wrong, I will admit that I'm wrong and I'll be okay with it. And I don't really have any care about it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just, everything's an inside job. Mm -hmm. I work on me. I work on my creation of my field. So I'm attracting the people that are going to be at my residence yeah. because that's the only thing that I can control. Um, if you're going to use control in a positive, it's like, actually, 
it's what I can create. It's what I get to create. It's what we get to create. And um, sometimes it's funny when people come back later and there, I've had a lot of people, probably you too, who are coming back after like months and months and months of hearing different things now, because things are being way exposed through different media outlets. And they're like, oh my gosh, did you know that? And I'm like, yep couple decades ago thanks for catching up and no judgment but it's just like yay i'm really excited you're here thanks yeah. you know happy birthday you just got born <laughs> yeah i've had to um kind of take a step back and just be like well i'm gonna let my work speak for itself instead of trying to you know have these concerned conversations with people because at first i was like oh my god you guys like what's happening um, and just trying to get all the intellectual people that I knew in my life to look at some of the similar information just to get their head in the game and be like, what do you think of this? And this was met with a lot of resistance and uh, it's disturbing, but you know, I, lo I love that you are basically doing what I'm putting myself on the trajectory to do, which is let my work speak for itself. And if people want to align with it, then great, you know? Um, so thank you. Have, have you seen, either of you have you seen where people maybe have fallen off and not gotten excited but you've gained this whole other crowd who are like on board and then have you also second question have you seen people who kind of fell off maybe a few months ago that are like awake now and going like oh my god stephanie did you know this and you're like i think i told you that like two years ago right are you seeing any of that guys yeah slow and steady but stephanie and i were both like red pilled about a year ago and so i you know you've had a little bit more time to experience some of that um but it's definitely weird and i've definitely had to filter myself a little bit and just um what amelia calls collect angel pennies um where you're just like kind of talk about the weather let them talk about whatever it is they want to talk about and just tell them that you're doing great you know um and keep it keep it in the love vibration um, and not get into the weird, you know, oh, you know, face off of realities, basically. So um, it's uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. You know, I've definitely, there's distance between friends and family in my life at this point. And, you know. Wow, especially where you live. Uh, I'm not gonna say it, cause I don't know if you wanna out where you live, but that is a very intense place yeah yep. ideas and beliefs yeah i think that at this point there's probably some places that um because people talk um i think that there's probably some places that they would not let me in at this point and just be like get out of here you know what you've done and i'm like all right whatever um and for a while it, it weighed pretty heavy on me and then i just you know for, for me it was part of the lesson in letting go of what other people think of me and really align yeah with with um yeah and just like aligning with with what i am being guided to do with what i see is true um i've had too much evidence and weird things happen to me to just write all this off and be like no 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 you guys are right i'm wrong you know i was like well actually all of this weird stuff's happening and it's not going away <laughs> it's not <laughs> one of my favorite decrees is i am honored and celebrated everywhere i go Ooh, i love that one even before I get there. So if I know I'm going somewhere that might be a thing and I have this like bad uh, feeling or expectation, you know, we can create that. We yes. can self-prophesy, you know, fulfill yes. our own stupid prophecies. So 
I have to catch myself uh, or I get to catch myself and go, oh, nope, we're changing that because I'm the script person. I can reverse that, reverse it again. And it's like, I expect love everywhere I go. I am and I can and I am love everywhere I go. Uh, love follows me everywhere I go. I meet love everywhere I go. I'm honored and celebrated everywhere I go. You know, those kind of um, repetitions uh, energetically to kind of pump out that code. So I'm, I'm drawing in something positive. I love that so much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that. Needed that one. What's that, Stephanie? Definitely needed that. I've um, been trying to be my authentic self and be able to speak my truth and my knowledge and share what I know. And um, I really admire Jessamine because, you know, the town she's in, people are very judgmental. Um, but for me, the judgment is in myself, right? I'm in Toronto. It's quite free and, you know, people are very liberal in thought, <laughs> um, kind of. Uh, and then seeing, you know, different levels of how politics, how belief systems and how that all plays out and how to interact with all that. It, it's very nuanced and complex to navigate, but here you are, you're, you're telling me there's a system that's actually really simple in black and white. You are a creator. You choose whether to accept being judged or not. This book has the formula. It's called The Science of Miracles. Is it backwards to you guys? No, it's perfect. Okay, it looks backwards to me, but it gives the formula. And one of my favorite too, I don't know if this is Stevens or if this is St. Germain, or I don't know who did this, but I ignite the Christ in everyone I contact, or I, I ignite Christ consciousness in everyone I contact. Yes. That's your expectation. Doesn't matter what city we're in. You know, we can, we can blast those cities with Christ consciousness before, you know, like all day and all night and get a few, we just need a few witnesses. And I used to think a witness would be like, we're two or three are gathered. And now I'm realizing it's not two or three. I hear it's this, it's this alignment that mm -hmm. brings the witness. Mm -hmm. The Trinity within ourselves. Um, I love that taking, um, you know, the, the Bible, was instructions for how to operate within us, not, you know, and they gave us stories because that's how people can relate and understand things. You know, we need that detachment and that's why I love meditation. Puppies. Sorry. <laughs> Animals. Hey, hey, hey. Come, yeah, when, when, when I was reading up on you, it said that you have four dogs. Is that yeah. true? I have four dogs. I have six cats. I got a hedgehog. I had a horse um, and a turtle, but we've just gotten down. I foster animals, so that's that's my sad job. <laughs> I had 92 kittens in three years. Not mine. I just have them until they get adopted out. But no, that's amazing. That's awesome. I love that. My dog's looking at the computer like, what's going on over there? Huh? One that was a foster. This is my first foster that I ended up divinely meeting and keeping. <laughs> well, I want to ask you one other thing because I um, was regularly working with a Chinese medicine doctor for a long time. She's very in tune to all kinds of the natural medicines. And um, she warned me about microwave technology um, and the dangers of that. And 
that was her main concern with some of the technology that's being rolled out. And then when I kind of reached out to her about some of the, you know, bigger things going along with that, she's like, oh, no, 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 that's, no, no. Um, but this, regardless of that, what can you tell people about the science that you studied around microwaves and the effect that it has on the human body? Well, there's a reason why if you go to like a gas station or something, there's like a danger sign on it. This is like to stand away from it. Um, I didn't know about microwaves being an issue until I was doing some meetings in England and I was a tea drinker and we were staying at a house there and I got up that morning and um, went to go get, was going to microwave some water to make my tea. And I was like, where's the microwave? I, I looked everywhere and my friend Dana was with me and we were just like, well, that's so weird. Who wouldn't have a microwave? But so when they got up, I asked them about it and uh, we were in Manchester and the guy was like, what do you mean? He, uh, he totally thought we were insane. And uh, he's like, those are illegal. Mm -hmm. And this is like, I think it was like early not late 90s probably early maybe early 2000 when that happened i was like illegal so i started doing some investigating and turned out it's illegal in most countries um but and then i thought well you know because we're nuking food we even say the term like nukeless you know go nuke the food and like then you eat that nuke in the food you kill everything that was good about it yeah. and same with the tea i was like well it'd be fine with the tea but you nuke the water you put a really awesome tea bag or tea in it and then you kill all of that and drink it. So it's like, yeah, um, no go, no bueno. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. I mean, and it seems like the new technology that's being rolled out is like a super version of the microwave stuff. So it's just- I actually have um, some really good EMF protection for, for the 5G stuff. And I have like a plug-in that we carry on our website um, that'll cover 2,000 square feet. Um, the main ones would be for like cell phone. You know, I keep one on my on my phone, um, and then I, when I'm talking on the phone, I put it on speaker and hold it away from the brain. That's really important. And then um, I carry I wear a necklace for body support just because if you it's like a shield when you go out because they have like stuff in the walls of places you go public you know, all of the wiring everywhere, I mean, it's in the ground. Um, so, but Wi-Fi, cell phone, major appliances, we got rid of the microwave when we got back from that trip. When, um, I mean, you can have it and not even use it. If it's plugged in, it's still emitting uh, radiation. So, but I, we have, we tested about 15, 20 companies and most of them that we found were like plastic like a $75 piece of plastic that did no protection at all. Yeah. And the ones that we found were somewhat, sometimes up a block away, like a protection. So I was like, okay, so I really love this company. I know of a billion more have come up since then, but that's what I've been using. And then we, we don't have a microwave and people, people who come over, even my kids are like, can we get a microwave? And, Cause their friends have them and stuff. I'm like, no baby, we're not getting a microwave. Yeah, when I did my holistic health coaching uh, training, I got rid of my microwave very quickly after that. I was like, well, we don't need it. We got toaster oven, we got a stove, like we got we got everything we need. So people are always like, well, how do you cook? Uh, what do you, it's like the oven, the stove, you know, just 
you think they cooked like a hundred years ago? You know, they still they still ate back then. No, I have a I make a fire in the middle of my living room, and we just like no. It's like really, what do you mean? How do you cook? Do you not have a stove? Yeah. <laughs> well, I know that you also do some work with essential oils, and I love that it's called essential. I always have essential oils on me. Um, and I've definitely actually been in the position where I've got to anoint people, but not like in a spiritual sense, because there's just like really stinky stuff around and everyone was like, oh my God, can you please give me some of that? <laughs> um, but I think it was you that said that you had done a test on essential oils like uh, 10 years ago. Was that you? I've tested different companies because um, I'm kind of like a stickler for authentic, real stuff. Yeah. Um, pure stuff and what happened is I was having when it, you know I'm talking about um, oils in general and when I first started <coughs> my practice excuse me and I was getting people who come in their eyebrows were falling out they're having skin rashes they were throwing up they're having diarrhea and I said what is going on and we would find out that they were using essential oils because of like a class that I had taught or something that they saw they went out and bought it and I was like what's the name brand that you're using and we after a while I was seeing like repetition of a lot of these companies um were kind of messed up so we started testing them and we would find out like one bottle for example was supposed to be peppermint and it was 98 percent not peppermint you know we we tested like myrtle or lavender and it would be or cedarwood cypress wintergreen and it would be like 99 percent not wintergreen and I'm like, what the what's in this stuff? And so we would look to see what it was. And it was a breakdown of either propylene glycol, which is antifreeze that's used um, for the purpose of um, shelf life, which you don't need any shelf life if you're using the real oil. Like King Tut uh, Tomb had stuff in there from years ago that was actually still really high frequency. Um, but um, if you see an expiration date on an oil, then you know that something else is going on with that, right? But what they were doing is, uh, or they would use like carrier oils, you know, which carrier oils in itself are not bad. Like if you want to put it with an olive oil or a grapeseed oil or something, but if you feel it all with grapeseed oil and you only have like a couple dots of, or a couple drops of something, then you're not going to get the effect um, that you would when you apply it neat because anything that's a carrier is thick. It's really thick. And so basically it'll sit on top of the skin and it will not penetrate to go into the, the blood brain barrier or the cells. Um, now, if you're using a fake oil, you don't want it to go in your cells anyway. If you're using propylene glycol, that is not a good thing either to diffuse, to breathe in and or put on your body to, um, to have any kind of reactions. But so I call the FDA and I'm like, how is it that these people are marketing all this stuff 100% therapeutic grade A, da, 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 and they're not. And they're like, oh, well, the label says that the oil is 100%. It doesn't say that the bottle contains 100%. I was like, wow, you guys are like messed up. So people are walking around and thinking that they're getting something and that they're paying for, and it's really causing them harm, number one, and not giving them medical support that they may be looking for um, but also it could be actually harming them um, and so I found two companies that do do actually have the whole bottle contains um, but what we've been for a while we pushed and we were trying to get something set up with the FDA that they would 
force people to put the contents on the ingredients on the back. Um, because if you go to a, a grocery store and you get cranberry juice, first of all, good luck. But second of unless it's like a health food store, but at least if it says something fancy on the front, like 100% natural, 100% organic, well, my tire on my car is organic. So it's like, what is organic? Mm -hmm. But, you know, but if you look on the back of that cranberry juice, you can see the breakdown mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, 97% fructose or 90% apple juice and, you know, maybe a little bit cranberry. So you get to see, you know, you, some, most people would be tricked and just go, oh, that's cranberry juice. And they think they're doing something great when really that's not going to help their kidneys to smash a bunch of sugar in there. But, um, you know what I'm saying? So not everyone's trained in how to look at the marketing. Yeah. So you can be tricked. And then um, the scary, scary part is that we actually found other more dark and sinister things in these oils, um, including semen, blood, urine, things like that. So we, re we recognize, at first I was like, what? Why would that, you know, it's like, what in the world? But knowing what we know about certain organizations and cabal, I mean, this is a ritualistic thing where they can like sneak through with consent because they need consent. It's like, if you buy it and you put it on, then you're doing it, not them, mm -hmm. right? So um, there's just all these trickery, you know, to get through a ritual, which now they have a direct contact through your DNA because their DNA is connected to your DNA, you know? So um, it's scary. It's really scary. Ugh, that's wild. Well, can you leave us with, you said that there's two brands or was it three brands that you know of that um, are pretty high, high vibe? I, I love Young Living um, and that's who I work with. I actually have a whole system of anyone who works with me. We give training and we, you know, we teach and uh, have tons of videos and a whole, whole set system for people can not just get a box of oils, but actually know what to do with it. Cause I feel like that's kind of a missing piece too. It's like, thanks for the oil and they sniff this. What do I do now? Um, but Swiss Aromatics is another company out of California that I do trust and I, uh, and both of these companies, um, especially Young Living, they actually farm everything. So it's all in-house uh, under one company and you're not gonna get something from another company. And same with their supplements. Do not buy any supplements from any company uh, at a store. If it come, most of them are in China, come from China and they are full of nanotechnology. Um, we know what else comes from China and there's a lot of things that we don't want it to participate in, but again, that is consent. Just be careful what is in this stuff. You know, you gotta, we gotta be wise, wise people in this season right now. It's very, very important what we're ingesting because that is considered a consent. Mm -hmm. And, um, but yeah, I, those are the two companies, the Swiss aromatics, they have a very small inventory compared to Young Living. I like Young Living because they also offer um, cleaning supplies and makeup and shampoo and different, you know, different things that all contain essential oils, which increase frequency because mm -hmm. we're 67 megahertz and all the oils have frequency and some of them go up to 320 megahertz. And so, you know, the lower you get in frequency, the more opportunity for disease. Mm -hmm. But when, if you can stay above the snake line of 67 and above, then we will create like a, a great place for our body to do what it's actually meant to do and more because it's greater things than these. And so, um, but yeah, I don't know if you guys are working with anybody, but if you want to work with someone, 
that can help train you and teach you and all that stuff and way more, then definitely contact me on that. And I can connect you with, with Young Living and with the group that we're working with to, to really build an army of practitioners that um, whether you're doing it for, a, for like a practical practitioner sense where you set up shop or if it's just a mom at home who wants to have, you know, be a practitioner for her family and her friends or, or just yourself, you know, you don't have to be a mom to have to be, uh, to want to like your body and prepare your body and to have it maintained and loved and at a high frequency. So I think frequency is really important uh, and something that's hopefully being highlighted a lot more in this season, um, vibration, secret, um, and I do hope that they declass some of this Tesla, Tesla stuff. Um, but people say like, well, what about the med beds and whatever? Are we going to need all these supplements and whatever? It's like, I don't think people are going to give up smelling good and having, you know, great things for maintenance. You know, I don't think people are going to pop in a med bed every day. Um, it, it could be years before we even see them. And when we do, they're going to be expensive. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, there'll be a time where they won't be. But that's way down the line right now. We got to do what we got to do to stay in our best game. I keep saying we got to, we get to be at our best, sharpest game right now. This is such an important time to be aware and awake and to keep that vibration because whatever vibe you're at, you won't even be able to receive truth. Just like that lady that I was saying is like, she doesn't vibe with me. Like I don't even vibe with her. Um, not that it's bad, but the higher frequency we go, you're talking about angelic support. You're talking about source support. Not that they're up there. I mean, they're just a different dimension. But when we get to that point where we're you're talking about dreams, you're talking about intuition, you're talking about like really, really remembering who you are and what you're doing and what to do moment to moment to moment to moment to moment, because you're at the vibration of receiving extreme amounts of God-given information. Um, but when we eat shitty food, sugar, um, you know what, the programs that are out there for MK Ultra, they will, they won't even hire, they won't even use kids who have sugar. They won't, they, they, you're out the programs. So sugar is a bad deal, um, not, not right or wrong. Um, but it, again, going back to what I'm doing, I'm going to do my best game, which is going to be a lot of great things. A lot of things like greens and support, real food, you know less bad vibes and um you know working towards maintaining and building you know this temple that houses frequency and vibration and love and truth so anyway and creation yeah <laughs> well i could talk to you all day but you've got many more people to help and assist and um, if you could just leave us with some information on how to find you and the different things that you're up to, and we'll, we'll call it good. Awesome. Awesome. Um, well, you can go to swiftfire.org, swift as in quick, swiftfire.org, make sure it's .org. Um, there you can get on my newsletter, which is absolutely free. Um, we have True TV, Swiftfire True TV, and you can sign up for... Um, for the newsletter, we'll send you any of the interviews that we're doing or any new blogs that I do. There's some great resources there. My, my books are there. Um, my crystal oils and decree cards are there. Um, yeah, I have a book on keto, um, on how to get out of this, the sugar cycle, um, keto reset. Um, I have 
five books there. I have tons of classes um, in there. You can connect with me too regarding like learning how to muscle test, um, my divine partner. Um, there's a whole membership on learning about crystals and how they work with frequency. Um, and then too, if you're interested in essential oils, um, I have a program there where people can um, get their own membership and start learning and training um, how to be um, your best game for that in your home. So awesome. Awesome. I, I told Amelia, I was like, I feel like I need to take a break from the podcast just so I can go and study your work for the next several months because I'm so interested in all that you're up to. So thank you so much for sharing your beautiful knowledge and for saying yes to becoming a doctor and just staying in alignment with your true self. Your yeah. I'm going to add this too. Two things. Doctor means teacher. And I think we sometimes miss the mark on when the doctor is and when we think doctor it's like well the doctor said um, the the essence of what a doctor was supposed to be was to empower and encourage you the the person the individual to remember and to be educated to make the choices on your own not to be told what to do and threatened um if you don't do this you know or given any false authority you know uh, mandates on you like you got six months to live kind of thing it's like that is so so but yeah and then also i want to say i'm on youtube but telegram is my new thing and that is where you can have an honest conversation where i'm actually not um censored and or taken off or um hidden it's it's one direct place where you can contact me i'm on instagram and twitter and that kind of stuff too but facebook but telegram if you want a raw honest discussion then that's the best way you can get me right now so well hopefully that'll be around for a little bit awesome. thank you guys you guys are amazing and i hope to like hug you in real life one day soon and i love what you're doing i love your your aura your biofield is beaming bombing loving it keep <laughs> keep igniting everyone to christ and love and the truth and oh my gosh i'm just gonna cry again you guys make me cry <laughs> this happened with the last interview a little bit too <laughs> I, I made a david cry and i was crying too <laughs> who did you interview david david nino rodriguez i love him he is my brother forever i love him so much so sweet and stephanie is a very skilled empath and so she was just like tapping in and i was like love you you so much keep doing what you're doing thank you for being a a co-laborer with me on this mission yes we are honored to be by your side in the uh greater scheme of things and you know people like you are what Google me to follow my dreams. So awesome. You're a true doctor. (laughs) Bless you guys. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.